0: Amen. Good morning. God bless you. Amen. Greetings from Pastor Marlene. Amen. She's she's unable to be here, but she sends her love and the house also. Amen. I I miss them daily. Amen. But they're here as well. Amen. Um, there's a number of things that that the Lord has impressed on my spirit uh, when when Pastor Tony, uh, please let's just acknowledge the father of the house. Yeah. Amen. Happy Father's Day, Amen, Amen. I didn't expect him to be here. He said, he, "He said I may not get it. I may not get here. I may not get here because he came came back very early." Um, but it, it's a pleasure uh, to be in the house, and thank you for the invitation. Um, but there's a number of things that was on my spirit when when Pastor Tony asked me to to come up, and over the last couple of days, um, more, more intensely. Um, than over the last couple of weeks, uh, something was beginning to rise in my spirit about the house. Um, and um, there's th- th- something that happened in worship this morning, and I saw uh, or was reminded of something that happened to me, and I believe that this is for somebody I- in the house. And I w- There was a period of time where I went for a very, very dark time in my Christian walk, and um, I had a heart attack, I had a stroke, um, I was very sick, and I began to to become taunted almost like by the enemy. Things were afflicting my family everything and Then one day um, I managed to pluck up the courage because how, how many of you know sometimes when those things are happening, uh, sometimes the furthest place you want to be is, the, is is church because you wallow in the it amen and I was in church, and I was sort of sitting here and, and, a, and a service was going on and um the, you know, you could, I could hear the taunts of the enemy. I could hear, you know, your family are going to split up. You're, you're sick that you've been there. You've had a heart attack. You've had a stroke. There's no hope. And all of these things. And it was almost like as I was worshiping, I could see these things being written on a wall. And I thought, the devil is a liar. Oh, my God. How brazen is he? And then I had a vision. A hand with a hole pierced in it slammed it his hand against the wall blood dripping from it and wiped out every word that was said and then i heard this word there is a blood that speaks louder than every attack that the enemy will bring on your family amen i've had no heart problems since then i'm not on any stroke medication i'm not any blood pressure medication my family's is restored. Everyth- my, fa- my family are well. Okay, my wife is going through something at the moment. Amen. But there we, we have to cling to this eternal hope that is the blood of Jesus that speaks louder than any sickness, than any disease, anything, whatever whatever tries to afflict us. When we hold on to the word of God and we understand that that word is sure, we have the power to prevail. Amen. So whatever whatever you're going through, whatever challenges are facing you, know that even when you find that you don't have the strength to speak, that there is a blood that speaks on your behalf. Amen. Amen. T- turn to Hebrews chapter 12. Amen. I know you're all good godly Christians, so you know the word. But turn to Hebrews chapter 20, chapter 12, verse 24 is there. Hallelujah, and then we'll get into Hebrews, book of Hebrews, chapter 12, and verse 24, and it says, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel, that blood speaks on our behalf. Amen. When we, when we go into warfare, I know this is not something that, that, that many people realize, but your Christian li- your life is, is a warfare. It's a war zone. Yeah. But, the, but the beautiful thing is that you have victory yeah. and you've won before you even enter into it. Yeah. Amen. But there is a, when you go into war against sickness, against anything, you know you go with the victory before you even start. Yeah. And so when you hold on to the word of God and you begin to use that word to fire against everything, you know that you're gonna come out victorious. Amen. Amen. I've really felt strongly in the spirit that there that, that someone needed to hear that there is a word, there is the blood that speaks louder than any sickness, any disease. Amen. So as I was beginning to prepare this, there was, a, there was an image that began to keep rising in my spirit and, and uh, it, was of a, it was of a well. It was of a well that this church is a well. And, and the, the, but the difference between what I saw and my knowledge of wells is that normally wells you have to draw from. But this well that I saw was erupting out of the ground. It was pushed, the water was being pushed up and out. And as it was being pushed up and out, people were coming and drinking, being refreshed, being restored. And this water just kept gushing and gushing and gushing out from under the ground in this place. And 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 I, and I heard and I and as I began to pray, I was like, Lord, what 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 is this? What is what is this about this this thing? He said, The house is a wellspring of life, but this well, if, but normally we have to go and draw water. But the water level is going to rise so much that the well is going to begin to burst from within. And as the water begins to burst from within, you'll begin to feed out. The well will become a river. The river will become a sea. Amen. So, let's go to John chapter 4. John chapter 4. some terminologies and stuff that you you probably are aware of as we come from the same father <laughs> Papa Jonathan David Amen The key to a fruitful uh, effective apostolic house is a people that know God The access of an apostolic house is there people that understand synergy? They understand how to work together. They understand corporate anointing. They understand their strength plus my strength plus your strength cause something to synergize in the heavens. Amen. This, 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 the, the, these are some of the key, key things that the Lord has pressed, impressed on my spirit before we. The effectiveness of an apostolic house is its intimacy with God. Amen. There is a day that has come upon us where we're in church, unusual. You've heard that term before. There are many churches, but there are not many wells. There are many buildings, but there are not many rivers. There are many speakers, but there is not many life. Amen? Amen. You can go, I, 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 I know, I, I, I had the privilege of working in a, com, a conference center, a Christian-owned conference center, which has the opportunity to house every denomination, comes and uses it for their conferences, their conventions, their, their, their services, their meetings, everything, worship conferences, everything. And over the last three, four years, I've been in a position to view the body of Christ from a different perspective. And people are hungry People are desperate to see and know God. So there is not a problem with attendance. There's not a problem with faithfulness. There's not a problem with tithing. There's not a problem with, but there's a problem with life. Because you see people year after year come back and they're still the same. And you see people come back year after year and there's no change. Amen? Amen. And so what the body of Christ doesn't need is more services or more programs in these people that know how to touch God so that God can touch them. Amen. We have something in our church that the Lord has been placing on us for for about a year and a half. Find your place in his presence, that his presence will find itself in your place. What does it mean? Intimacy with God. If I don't know how to touch God, how can I touch you? If I don't know how to seek God for myself, how can I even say to you, God is good? Amen? Amen? God is going to return back to the body of Christ, the power of the testimony. Amen? We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. But when you don't seek God, when you don't know God for yourself, how can you say to anybody, God is good? That's why my spirit was jumping when Pastor Tony was saying certain things this morning. Because God has to be seen in our house. Now, not tomorrow, now. God has to be seen in our services. When people come in for baby dedications and the church is full, And oh, that's the only time you're going to see them. They need to see God now. Amen. God has been blowing our minds where he's been turning up like crazy in certain environments, certain moments in services, letting people know that he is real and he is alive and he is here. He just wants vessels. So as the water level flows and as the river flows in our houses, he begins to speak through prophecy. He begins to speak through word of knowledge. He begins to speak through miracles, signs and wonders and let us know that he is here. He's not dead. Whoever said he's dead. Amen. I remember one, in, one experience where my brother who had backslidden and who had, who'd gone through a terrible time with uh, alcohol abuse and he was, uh, it was, it was a terrible time. And I was a young Christian, and I began to pray for him one day, thinking, you know, youthful zeal. Come on, Brian, you, 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 this, you're better than this. This is more to life than this. And I began to pray for him, and he, he beat the living daylights out of me. You and your Christian faith. He began to speak in tongues while he was beating me up. Yeah. He tore my arm. The ligaments in my arm, bruised face. And I'd gone to church the next day. There was prayer meeting going on. I had a jacket on. And as I went into church and then a, 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 a brother came and said, the Lord said, give me your arm. I said, well, there's only one arm I'm going to give you because I know what has happened to me. They didn't know. I gave him my, my, my arm. And I heard, <laughs> immediately the ligament was healed. So I know God is a healer. Hmm? I know God is a deliverer I came from a cult 11 years mixed up in a cult delivered through prayer and intercession of my parents I know God is a deliverer Amen I know God is a deliverer when nobody knew where I'd gone there were intercessors that picked up in the spirit places where I had been in Spain, monasteries, places or where I had been with this cult they wouldn't have known unless God had told them I know God is real Amen. I know God is real. They are, one, one beautiful example of God turning up was a couple in our church. And we did, I didn't know whether they was, they wanted to seek God for a baby or not. We I didn't know. They just used to come and go, fact, and not very regularly, the husband. And one day during the service, the Lord spoke to me and called them out. As I called them out and I began to hear the Lord say, this was in December, in May you're going to be heavily pregnant. What I think to say to someone, if you don't know that, they, they can't even have children. You're going to be heavily present. You're going to be waddling. And this baby is going to bring transformation in your life. The next Sunday, the husband came to me at the church and said, Pastor, can I say something to the church? I said, yeah, of course. He's talking, he said, um, my wife's pregnant. And the church, just like you, went silent for a bit, tried to comprehend. Hold on a second. And then he said, no, you don't understand. We weren't planning. We didn't even know. We didn't find out until yesterday. Now, six months on, she's heavily pregnant. But what happened? The word of faith that was released in the house, let her know that before you knew you were pregnant, God knew. We've got to bring God back into the house to make him real. Amen? And this is what I sense in the spirit that God is saying to the dream center. Is the well is going to push itself up so strongly that you will not be able to contain it and that well will become a river and that river will become a sea amen let's go john chapter 4 very familiar scripture but i'm not going to pull from maybe areas that you may you may think i'm going to focus on a couple of things um john chapter 4 and Let's go from verse seven. A woman of Samaria. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, "Oh, sorry, pardon me. Let's let's just go back from chapter one, chapter one of verse four. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptised more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptise, um, but his disciples did." He left Judea and departed again to Galilee. But he needed to go through Samaria. Amen. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sikar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water Jesus said to her, give me a drink, for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, how is it that you being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For for Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Amen. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with. Amen. How many times do we talk ourselves out of God encounters? And the woman said to him, Sir, how you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get the living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Amen. The image I saw was of a well that was bursting. Out of the ground, out of the lives of people, out of the hearts of people. And as I saw this well bursting up, I, I, was, I said, Lord, you know, this is this is this is a house that is this is an established house, you know. This is a house that has, has been laboring for many years. The, the water level of, of this house is 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 already high. I've I've entered into it. Last year, I came for the first time for the agents of change. I felt in my spirit like I was. Not drowning, but floating. There was water. The water level in the spirit was so high. So how are you telling me, Lord, that there is a well that is springing up in the house that I already sensed? There's well. He said, "This well is going to be pushed up from out of the ground, from out of the people themselves." Amen. This is not a uh, a well that you're having to draw from. This is a well that because of your relationship with Jesus, because of your connection to heaven, the well will rise so high that you, you, there's, a, there's, a, there's a place in the presence of God where you cease from your labor. The more, the more that we've entered into a, a, a place in the spirit in our church is the less we seem to do. Do you understand? The less effort, the less human involvement, The less interference, how are we going to do this today? No, all you're required to do is to be that vessel that is there. Speak, open your mouth and speak. Open your mouth and play. Whatever you do, be there, be diligent and facilitate the move of God. When the river, the beautiful thing about the current of a a springing well or a river is that you haven't got any control over it. You can't control the move of God. You can only facilitate the move of God. Amen. When God moves to the point where you can't control it anymore, it's breaking out of these doors and into these streets and hitting the communities. Amen. Watch what Jesus says. So verse verse 13, Jesus answered and said, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst.